talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.
Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the KIRP Radio Show. Another Sunday trying to do this thing again. Welcome everybody, all the newcomers, man. Shout out to you guys. And uh, B.I.G., welcome to all the newcomers out there. All the regular listeners, definitely want to shout you guys out, man. I really appreciate y'all rocking with us this Sunday. And, uh, you know, trying to do the best that we can do, man, for you guys. Another beautiful K.I.R.P. radio show. Um, There's been a lot of things happening on the last week. Someone said that I always say that there's a lot of things happening, but... they were right. There are a, there are always a lot of things going on. There's definitely always a lot of things happening, but you know it's impossible to keep up with it all and, and satisfy every single listener. But you know we try to tackle some of these issues and talk about some of these things that are that are happening out here. And uh, it's true. I mean there are always a lot of things going on and. You know, I I try to jot mental notes and, you know, sometimes I write down physical notes and try to remind myself to talk about it on the show and, uh, you know, get the information out there to people because, you know, mainly that's what this show is about, you know, getting the information out there and, uh, you know, sparking a conversation or sparking a fuse, you know, encouraging people to think outside of the box, outside of the world, outside of the galaxy. And some of the things that I say are are way out there, man, and talking about these particular topics. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, that's why we have the show. And uh, that's why I appreciate all you guys and your feedback and your email and this, that, and the third. Anyway, I got a few emails. Speaking of emails, I got a few emails and a few comments and, you know, maybe maybe a couple complaints and, you know, whatever you want to call man. But I got a lot of response from last week's show, and, uh, you know, despite of all the things that we talked about last week, and despite of the guest I had him on the show and, you know, dropped some knowledge on us, um, shout out to my brother, Algernon Cash, uh, and, and check him out on Twitter, at Algernon Cash, at A-L-G-E-N-O-N Cash, you know how to spell it, on Twitter, but uh, most of the feedback that I got and the responses that I got was surrounding uh, the end part of the show when I started talking about, of course, what I now call the elephant in the room, you know, the, the Trayvon Martin case. You know, uh, so it's so – I don't even know what this case is in the hearts and the minds of people. It, for some people, it's inspiring you know, for some people, it's it's just so sad. For some people, it's so personal because, you know, we have kids and this, that, and the other. To some people, it's, 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 it's justifiable. To some people, it's unjustifiable. It's outrageous. You know, the Trayvon Martin thing is, is, is a lot for a lot of different people. And uh, I felt that, you know, as I said before, I wasn't going to do a story on the case because I didn't follow the case, only in the early stages. Of, you know, when I first heard about it and it, it was first talked about, you know, I kind of talked about it on the show a little bit around that time. But I said I wasn't going to cover it because there were so many other things that were going on. And there's so many other things that we talk about in terms of death or manslaughter or murder, you know, violence in general. We talk about this stuff all the time on the show. And I'm not comparing the two. Let's Let's just get that. You know, let's just get that out there. Let me let me get that off my chest. You know, I'm not comparing the two, saying that we shouldn't be talking about this case in spite of another case. 
you know, I'm definitely not saying that in 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 any means. So, you know, folks, all I can tell you is that there are tragedies that happen all the time, and and this goes out to some of the emails, you know, that I got, and and some of the other people that had something to say about, you know, what the words that I spoke on last week about the Trayvon Martin case. You know, I, I'm a realist, and and I do believe that. I don't I don't believe that, you know, George Zimmerman meant to kill that man. The fact of the matter is that that son, that boy, that kid, but the fact of the matter is he did. And I do know folks who have come back from war uh doing their jobs, you know, doing what they signed up to do, ready for action, you know, trained killers. I do know people who have come back from Afghanistan and Iraq and, and these other places and they just don't function the same uh, behind having to kill someone or behind having to kill several people or, you know, the human body. And, and I was just talking about this yesterday. Shout out to my wife. too. I was just talking about this yesterday to her. And, and I talked about it last week to a group of men, a group of young men, I'll say, and older. Um, we're not, see, God made us perfect. Whether we know it or not, whether we believe it or not, we, we definitely, if you ever question us being made in the image of God, you, you, you got to really be crazy because we have everything in our bodies and everything attached to us inside and outside that, that make us capable of doing all things, which also supports scripture. And, and we're made perfect beings. We may be born in sin, but we're made perfectly capable of, of of handling anything in this world that can be thought of and out, and outside of this world even I believe. But here's the thing. The commandments that we have and the commandments that we've been given support the sole benefit of human life. The sole or, or for the sole benefit of of humanity, the sole benefit of us living. You know, is 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 not a mistake that some of the plants that are around here are, are for our benefit. And and to my weed smokers, I'm sorry, I'm not, not you know, I'm not talking about the green. But shout out to you, but I'm just, I'm not talking about the green. I'm just, I'm just saying in general, I mean, the penicillins, the, listen, there's no mistakes made for man or to man or about man. I, 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 com- I really just don't believe that, that God put us here not able, not capable and, and not equipped with uh, being able to handle all things. I don't believe that in the first. So I will say that I will say this: the commandments that we should keep, the commandments that we've been given, if if we respect those commandments, we won't have problems that we feel like can't be solved. Like we won't run into things that we feel like we just can't handle. We won't feel the need to want to kill ourselves. You know, life won't be hard to handle. Life won't be unsustainable. If we just could abide by those commandments and, and and if we could just love each other. See, love overshadows all things. Love is pure. Love is God. I believe that. So, you know, going back to the Zimmerman thing in, in, in conjunction to what, I, what I'm saying to you now is that I don't believe George Zimmerman meant to kill Trayvon Martin. I think the man got himself into a situation that was bigger than him that quickly spiraled out of control. And I'm sure, whether we want to admit it to ourselves or not, he did what most of us would do, given the fact 
that we had a firearm in the dark and somebody's kicking our ass. I'm just saying. It is what it is, whether we like it or not. Now, is it right? No, I don't think it's right. Is it is it justified? No, it's not justifiable. But the fact the, the fact remains, it, it happens, folks. It happens all the time, and it happened this time. Now, in terms of coming to court, put yourself in that man's shoes. Are you going to tell the truth right now? I'm not saying you're not going to tell the truth later, but would you tell the truth right now? I wouldn't. I'd lie, 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 because I know a conviction for that man means prison time. So just recanting what I said last week, and in response to some of the stories that I got, people saying, you know, how can you believe that? How can you forgive George Zimmerman? And how can you do this? Man, I got a couple scriptures for y'all, but I ain't going to drop it on you like that. I'm just saying go read it for yourself. I can forgive people who, you know, for, for, for much worse, you know, things that have been done. But I'm not in this business of talk radio to judge people in the terms of convicting them by law. That's not what I do. I judge people all the time. I judge whether I'm going to invite somebody to my house whether I'm going to invite someone into my car, whether I'm going to invite someone into our lives. I mean, you, we are judges of ourselves on this earth, and people just don't want to accept that. They're always talking about why are you judging this person, why are you judging that person, don't judge, blah, 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 blah. But the fact remains that we're, we're judges all the time. We should be judges over our lives. If we're not judges, we'll be fools for anything. So, you know, and just speaking on that case, I'm I'm not saying that 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 kill was justified okay i'm not saying that he did what should have been done okay and i'm not judging Trayvon Martin off of his actions no i'm not cuz i didn't know that man there's only a couple pictures and i got plenty of pictures with my middle fingers up you know i i was in hip hop i got plenty of pictures out there somewhere smoking weed and and you name it you know it is what it is but anyone who knows me really don't believe, at least I hope they don't believe that, you know, I should be followed in a corner somewhere in some neighborhood and shot dead. You know, I don't think people really believe that about me, despite of the pictures that they see out there about me, or some of the words that I say, or even some of this recorded commentary that I say on this radio show. That's recorded. I believe in life. I'm pro-life for a reason. I believe in the sanctity of all life, not just life that we show disregard to, just the, not just like the people we don't think that should should be here, you know, not just the lives of, of people who we think don't appreciate life or the people who we don't think believe in our God. That's what I'm definitely sick of, you know. I believe in the sanctity and celebration of all life. And I'm just going to end it at that. So I don't, I don't hate George Zimmerman, okay. I don't parade George Zimmerman. I'm not a George Zimmerman cheerleader just because I'm pro you know. At the end of the day, I think it was a situation. It was something that happens in life, and the news perpetuated it and blew it up out of the water. Meanwhile, all these political figures got into the game and started talking about how they felt and what they feel, and it's not even their job to do that. There's many other different things that they could spend their time talking about, educating the American people about, but they choose this. In the midst of Benghazi, in the midst of the IRS scandals, in the midst of the NSA scandals, and you name it, the list goes on. All these things that have happened in the last two or three years, and let's not go back to three and five years, but all the major things that's been happening, 
And you got political figures meddling in what is media bias? Truth be told. I mean, at the end of the day, folks, and this is my last word zone. I got to go to a commercial, and we're going to bring Charlotte on for StretchingYourBudget.com. But I'm going to end it right here. At the end of the day, at the very end of the day, I don't know how some of these people can sleep with themselves because I've never in my life seen a case that came on television that was broadcasted on a Saturday that was so high profile. If these media outlets and these politicians and these newscasters and these pro-rights activists and these social activists, if these people really cared about the outcome for other people, not just the Zimmerman and Martin families, but for other people, if they really cared, this TV case would have been issued a gag order and it would have never, ever, ever been on television. You're listening to the KRP Radio Show, baby, 619-638-8559. We got a special guest coming up here in just a little bit, Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Check out the website, man. She's got commercials on there and commercials on there. I'm going to commercials. She's got coupons on there and all sorts of things where you guys can save a little bit of moolah, baby. A little bit of uh, uh, couponing is friendly, man. I, you know, you po- folks, don't be ashamed of couponing. You know, couponing is is a huge benefit for people. I, I don't understand. You know, I, I, for the life of me, I, I don't know why people are ashamed of couponing. But you know, it is what it is, man. You listen to the KLP Radio Show six one nine six three eight eight five five. Now we'll be right back with Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. dot com. Little bit of OJ's. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, baby. 
Coming up right now is none other than the celebrity herself, Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte, what's up? What's up? How's it going? Very, uh, it's going good, man. I hope it's going good for you. Pretty good. Can't, can't really complain too good. much. You know me. Yeah, that's right. See, that's that's you you down with the I'm excellent team. That's my new motto, and that's something that I always try to say when people ask. You know, how you doing, Paji? I'm like, I'm excellent. I'm outstanding. How are you? Not maybe not that <laughs> high pitch, but you know, like that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you think about what other people go through on a day to day basis, anything I could complain about was probably nothing. So it's not even worth wasting my breath. <laughs> it's not Charlotte. You actually helped me with that because when uh you know the LinkedIn. Uh, posting that you made and the testimony, I, I call it a testimony, the words that you spoke on the show, you know, talking about your, uh, was it your sister-in-law? Uh-huh. Yeah, my sister-in-law. Yeah. With with, with what she went through and, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine call me, you know, uh, sharing some news with me that she had cancer, definitely pray for her on the spot. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, man, Life is outstanding right now, Charlotte. I'm I'm living. I'm healthy. I got no complaints, man. I got none. That's awesome. That's a testimony right there. It is. It is. It is a testimony. I, absolutely. Working on being debt free. Also, thanks to you, Charlotte. Can I get a round of applause? All right. Get, woo! Round of applause. Can we get? Woo! All right. We got to do it. See, producers are slow. They ain't been at work. I've been oh. trying to produce a show myself. You know how it is, and, and you know people don't want. To... Oh, now, now we get the late round of. Ah, get out of here. Delay. Anyway, working on being debt free, and uh, awesome. I'm sitting here with my Carolina Panthers hat on because I just like the Carolina Panthers, and it got nothing to do with me being debt free. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been debt free a lot sooner, but you know how life throws challenges at you and. Car trouble. Oh, and, yes, I you know. know how it goes, man. Stuff happens. So, anyway, got a couple of those things on the plate now. But um, still, man, I'm, I'm still a, a couple months away. It's still quicker than my, my November deadline. Looking at being debt-free Whoa, probably awesome. September, October. Yeah, man. So, I, you know, we feeling good on this side, man, trying to get some things done. Maybe if we can continue to be debt-free, we can save some money. But at the same time, we're looking for a house because – I live in a little bitty joint right now, man, and it's you know it's a lot of people. In hey, here. that's okay. Sometimes you gotta you gotta yeah. start somewhere. So I'd rather live in a hole and be debt free than <laughs> have debt up to my eyeballs See? and be miserable. <laughs> there you go. See, Charlotte, girl, we up, man. We we are here. You you can't see me doing this, but we are here. Like we here, right here. That's how I feel. We're gonna have too, to man. have we a debt free party. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm definitely down with that. You know what? Speaking of the party, um, the back-to-school summit is on the way, you know, August okay. 25th, Greensboro, North Carolina, Nocho Park or Noco Park, folks, for everybody out there who don't know what it is, right off Lee Street, you can't miss it, look to your left, and, um, you know, what are some things, I, I didn't know what you had planned for us this week, but um, I got an I email from a listener. So right oh, see, there you go, That well, let us know about this back-to-school stuff and you know, we're definitely looking for people to buy some stuff and send it to us. We'll put the email address out there. Uh, look on the KRP Radio Show page here shortly. You know, we'll get the mailing address or, you know, drop-off locations real soon to you guys in the next week or so. And uh, I know my brother Rashad and Contessa Woods are definitely working hard. Shout-out to A Travel Beyond and those two. 
and uh, the Love and Father Society. So, you know, let us know of some ways that we can save some money so these folks will know how to go out and buy some donation paper and pencils for us, Charlotte. Definitely. Well, last year the back-to-school event was really awesome. So, uh, you know, this year I'm sure it's going to be just just as awesome. Um, and so, you know, we always participate to help you guys too. And back-to-school is a big thing. I mean, if you've got kids in school or grandkids. But this is a good way for a lot of you who don't have kids or you're looking for a way to give back in your community um, with Pudgy's event or if you – you live somewhere else, there's tons of events, I'm sure. Um, just call your local school board, and I'm sure they'll have a list of, of donation drop-off sites. So back to school um, is important to me anyways because every child deserves the same thing. They deserve equal opportunity to learn. They deserve um, backpacks just like every other kid. They, you know. Every child deserves something. So even those that are less fortunate, there should be no, um, you know, short supply of school supplies for kids because school supplies can be fairly inexpensive. Most people think that it's just going to, you know, break the bank. But it just depends on how much effort, of course, you want to put into it. My biggest motto is research. Um, Back-to-school stuff, uh Probably started about two two weeks ago. I started seeing things in store. Maybe it's early three weeks ago. So sales have been going on. You're going to see sales from now until school starts. So it's definitely the time to get out there and buy. I wouldn't say go buy everything all at once at one store because you might not be finding the lowest possible price just by going to that one store. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to shop around or go to different stores to get things, but this is one time that I really would – um, impress upon you to do so because there are so many deals. I mean, every store, I even saw, um, you know, sales that at little teeny stores that I wouldn't even think had school supplies sales, you know, just by looking in my newspaper. So there's tons of ways um, to save, but I would say to do your research before you go um, and then get your school supply list if you have kids in school, knock that out of the way. And then anything else that you can buy that's additional, that is very cheap, just pick up a few extra things. You wouldn't believe how quickly a few things will pile up. Um, And we try to do a $25 every year, um, a $25 back-to-school backpack filled with school supplies, and we post that on the website. You can search back-to-school supplies on our website and find the book bag that we did last year that we donated to Pudgy and uh, all the the people there. But just to see how much you can actually fill in a backpack for $25. Most people think $25 is probably not that much for school supplies, but we actually were able to do two book bags and filled to the brim for $25. So it's, it's super easy to do. Um, I don't want to name drop, but there's a store this week where you can um, end up getting the book bag for like a penny after your rewards points and that kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, a penny, you can't not buy a book bag for a penny. I mean, <laughs> if you don't have a penny to spare, then, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Go dig in your couch. But there's there's just so many ways to give back. So I just want everybody to jump on board on this because if everybody gave just a little bit, then every child 
that is deserving would be more than supplied with schools um, needs. So anyway, so research. Another huge way to save um, for local, North Carolina and South Carolina, this week, this coming weekend, the 2nd through the 4th, is tax-free weekend. So I love tax-free weekend because it allows you to get your school supplies or if you've got college students going back to school that need, you know, computers, more expensive equipment, this is the time to buy because it will be tax-free. So just a few things that stand out um, that I like to point out that people may or may not know. Um, for Northern South Carolina, and other states have their own tax-free weekend also. You'll just need to search. Um, you can do a Google search and see which which state you live in and which weekend it is. Some have already happened and some haven't happened yet. So you may have not missed out, so it's just a good idea to check. Um, but so for North Carolina and South Carolina, you can get clothing, footwear, and school supplies under $100 tax-free. So if you were buying tennis shoes that were $120, those would not be included. But um, anything under $100 per item is would be included in the tax-free. Sports and rec recreation equipment. So if you know your child is going to be playing sports throughout the year, Go ahead and buy their sports equipment now because anything under $50 will be tax-free. Um, computers under $3,500 will be tax-free. And any kind of additional computer equipment, so printers, um, scanners, whatever it might be, under $250 will be tax-free. Another thing that I love to mention, um, because most people don't think of this, and I, I know I mentioned this last year, but... If you have babies or toddlers in diapers, diapers are included in tax-free. So, um, you know, I usually try to stock up. I have one in pull-ups. So I usually try to stock up on those and buy in advance because it's tax-free. Um, combine that with your coupons, you're going to be saving even more. So definitely an awesome time to buy um, diapers for those of you that may not have school-aged children. You can still participate in the tax-free weekend. So, you know, that's a lot of information. I know I talked fast, but um, the main thing is just do research, make a list so that when you see those items on sale, you can check them off as you've bought them so you know what you still need to get. And then participate in some kind of community outreach because it's so important. I mean, education is a child's future. So invest in them if you if you can. So that's all I had to say about that. Well, I like it. I mean, education is definitely the future, definitely any child's future. And uh, I don't know. That's that's good info, Charlotte. I think that uh, I think you've been listening to me for a very long time. And combined with the heart that you have and the drive that you have mm -hmm. and everything that you got going on, I believe that you should just host the rest of the show. So I'm going to take the night off. Appreciate what you've done. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Look, that's okay. good info. Though. I appreciate that. That's, that's you know, we need to do that, too, one, one Sunday. But, uh, listen, back-to-school events are going on all over this country, people. There's mm -hmm. no reason that you can't get on the bandwagon and do something to make a difference. It doesn't take – it shouldn't take uh, a, a nightmare or a horrible event you know, for people to, to start, you know, paying attention to what's going on in the community or paying attention to what's going mm -hmm. on in the neighborhood. But if that event sparks something in you, 
and it makes you get involved, you know, God willing, please get involved. And, you know, there's a lot of people out here, for good or for bad, that are crying, you know, we need to do something for our community. Well, listen, a lot of kids need supplies. A lot of the teachers buy some of these supplies because a lot of kids go to school mm-hmm. without them. So, yes. you know, five bucks, you know, you can save on a on a burger at one of your favorite burger joints would definitely be to the good, and it, it would be a nice donation to one of these back-to-school events. You know, shout-out to Angie Hall. She's doing one in Wilson, North Carolina. You know, we got this one popping over here in Greensboro. My brother, Rashad Woods and Contessa Woods. And, and you know, as Charles alluded, you know, we're all out here working, man. We're all out here trying to make a difference. And, you know, there's ways to save money to make this happen, too. So, you know, why not donate, feel good, and shop smart at the same time, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, you can buy a, glue, a pack of glue sticks for under, you know, a dollar. So, you know, and I'm sure wherever your drop-off locations are, how easy would it be if it if it were in a store or somewhere close to just buy it and put it yeah. in, in the drop-off? So, but my thing is, is I have children, and if I didn't have money to provide for my children, I would just be truly honored for my kids to have the same privilege as another child. So, if do unto others as you'd have done unto yourself. So if you have kids or if you don't have kids, just think about the innocence of a child and, and kids that don't have a choice. So that's my heartstring tug <laughs> for you. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, no, that's it's just real, though. I sad mean, you to know, that's, see that's this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it breaks my heart to see that, um, you know, all kids don't get the same opportunities. And if this is one way to be able to do that, for them to, you know, feel cool or fit in because they've got a cool book bag or whatever that they may or may not have had, you know, whatever whatever it is, you know. And and you have, like, a, a blessing, too, because for all the believers out there, I mean, you can pray over that child's book bag that you're giving them. or You don't even know who they are, but you just go ahead and, and pray over it that, that it would lead their steps every single day as they walk down the hallway or you know, that they are they would never go hungry because of the lunchbox you provided. You know what I'm saying? So it's more than just giving. It's yeah. a start to their year. <laughs> it might protect them and well, you don't even know it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. This woman just said pray over the book bag. You know that somebody's been putting sneaking some all on you, girl. I don't know what everybody else did, <laughs> but it is what it is. I know. Somebody been putting some oil on that baby. She come here, baby, and, and rubbing that greasy yeah. stuff on your forehead. I already know what it is. <laughs> they Yo, you know, know. <laughs> this should be somebody's Facebook topic, man. You know when somebody really believes in the Lord when they say pray over stuff you give other people. That's one hundred right there. That's, I like that's right. That. That's, I mean, that's it's not about the you getting gratification for giving. <laughs> Charlotte, that made my night right there, man. I, 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 don't, I mean, it is, it is. That, that made my night. Definitely made my night. It got me smiling from ear to ear. Shout out to Charlotte. That's who we're gonna get. The, that's who your shout out. Shout out. Short out. That's who your shout out is gonna be tonight. Your shout out is yeah. gonna be to yourself for being so big. Can we please give Charlotte a round of applause, for it? Please give her a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Charlotte is definitely B.I.G. as we got that round of applause <laughs> on time because I did it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charlotte, if you want things done right, you do it yourself. <laughs> it is. I, sometimes I believe that, but sometimes I know better because I, I mess up I a lot. You hear me stuttering. 
Anyway, um, so I just, one more question on couponing because, you know, okay. as I said before, there's a lot of new listeners. Um, could you let folks know about your website and, you know, what kind of information they can get from your website? Yes. Um, and I'll say this, too, just really quickly, but I as, as soon as I think that couponing might be dying out or phasing out or people have already been there, done that, I'm proven wrong. I just had two people come up to me in church today saying, hey, I heard you're so-and-so who does coupons and blah, 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 and I don't know how to do it. So, obviously, it's not dying, and I'm wrong, so it's awesome that people are still wanting to save. But, um, yeah. so, I, I directed yeah. them to my website, stretchingyourbudget.com, and we have a beginner's tab across the top that will lead you to um, kind of the steps that I put together on how to begin learning how to coupon. So if you've never done it before, or if you're not really sure, you've like kind of couponed and it's not really worked, just go on the beginners tab and um, there will be a, a four-step kind of thing on what to do to get you started. You can also follow us nice. on Twitter at StretchYourBudget, S-T-R-E-T-C-H-U-R, Budget, or Facebook forward slash StretchingYourBudget. We're on Pinterest also. Pinterest is kind of up and coming. I don't know if you're on that page, but um, I get a lot of traffic from there, so it might be something you should think about. But anyway, so we're right. on Pinterest at StretchYourBudget. So you can follow us there also. I'm checking that out, but first I got to give B.I.G. shout out to StretchingYourBudget.com and Charlotte and the whole team over there for doing what they do, man, because coupons are not dying out. Every time I forget and and don't pick up like the, you know, the fast food coupons because I'm always on the go. So every time I don't mm-hmm. pick up those coupons, I end up overspending by way too much. And um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're dying out. As a matter of fact, right now in my living room at home, is a floor full of coupons, and at least my wife and my daughter clipping coupons right now, and they're going to go to the good in my household. So Yay! shout out to them for keeping it, keeping it going along. That's right. Round of applause. I, I, I got to clap that time. But <laughs> anyway. So listen, it's uh it's 8.40 p.m. I know we've kept you over the time, but if you don't mind, please give a shout out to uh, somebody out there before we finally have to depart ways. Um. Well, I don't have a shout-out, but I'm kind of jealous <laughs> of my oh. in-laws. They just um, flew to Canada, and they're on their way to Spain for vacation. So shout-out to them because they are debt-free, and they're able to do that. So, <laughs> Whoa. Exciting. I'm time, jealous, too. You know. <laughs> I'm jealous, but I'm proud. I mean, they're debt-free completely. They're mortgage and everything, so kind of exciting. Well, shout-out to them, Charlotte, and definitely shout-out to you for shouting them out for being debt-free. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll do it again next week, Charlotte. Appreciate you coming through and dropping that love on us, that knowledge on us. No problem. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Good night. Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, folks, coming through, holding it down, doing her thing thing, as she always does on the KRP Radio Show. We're not done yet, folks. It is 8.41 p.m. on the East Coast. But coming up real soon is none other than Sadika Muhammad, director, star, and writer of a series called Mom. I mean, we're talking about moms, folks. Moms. They got to remember that. We're talking about moms. 
It's a series about motherhood as they talk about parenting and just all the things going on, man. You know, it's called Moms, a brand new series. Check them out on YouTube. You can also check them out on Facebook, Moms uh, in parentheses, a brand new series. Check them out. They're doing big things, man. A great show. I, I look at it like this. I think Moms is like the new girlfriends for me. All right? So a lot of people like girlfriends. I, listen, I like girlfriends. And I'm not ashamed to say so. It was a good show, solid show, positive show for the better part of everything. And it was pretty entertaining. So check this show out, moms. And uh, it's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. You know, we've got it up on KRP Radio Show. But Sadika Muhammad, the director, the star, one of the four stars. And uh, and she's the writer and promoter. And Look, she does it all, man. So she's going to come. We're going to talk a little bit about motherhood. 619-638-8559 is the call-in number, man. I'm expecting somebody to call, anybody to call. We got, we want to talk about some motherhood and some single mothers and, you know, uh, girlfriends that are mothers and married mothers. You know, I want to know what's so special about it. I'm sure everybody got a testimony about that. 619-638-8559. When we come back, we got the Stretching Your Budget Weather Report sponsored by ASP, Miller Marketing and Media, and also, we got a special sponsor from the Back to School Kickoff, baby. August 25th, 2013. I'll be right back after these messages. You rocking with your boy Pudgy at NC Pudgy on Twitter. We're doing a B.I.G. We'll be right back after these messages. K-I-R-P Radio!
The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechcri.com. Stay Cherie. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. I know Contessa going to say you owe me a quarter or 50 cent or I forget what it was, but it is what it is, man. Shout out to everybody out there ripping and holding us down, man. We're going to bring, we're going to get this weather report to you guys on real quick. But first, I got to let you guys know that this weather report is brought to you by none other than ASP, baby. All services professional, always willing, all the time, anytime. We'll take care of anything that your business needs just by giving them a call. Also, it's brought to you by the Back to School Kickoff, baby. Back to School Kickoff. Check out the Facebook page, man. We got some information on there for you guys to let you guys know when it is, where it is, and what we're going to be doing at this Back to School Kickoff. And we definitely want to see people there. We want to see you guys coming out and having a good time with us. And uh, let me get this weather report, and I'll read you guys off a little bit of what's on the flyer. Uh, coming up next week, well, starting with today, we had a beautiful day today, man. High somewhere near 80. I don't know what it is. I just lost it, so I'm going to move on to Monday. Monday should be clear, 88 degrees in sunny North Carolina, uh, 64 degree low. A little bit cloudy. We're looking at about a 10%, I'm sorry, 11% chance of precipitation. On Tuesday, 87 degrees is the high, 65 low, cloudy all day long, 0% of precipitation. On Wednesday, 81 degrees, a little bit cooler than it is the first couple days of the week. 68 will be the low, so that low is going to be a little bit higher, but it's only because of the thunderstorms that we're going to be having in the afternoon. 90% chance of thunderstorms on Wednesday and on Thursday. Thursday with the 85 high, 68 low as well. On Friday, we're looking at a 90-degree high, clear, sunny in the evening. It's going to be time to get it in. Friday is going to be a beautiful day, folks, so make sure you guys get out there, get in the sun, have a good time, wash your car, do whatever you got to do, but definitely enjoy this weather, and this is brought to you by Day Cherie, ASP, and the Back to School Summit, which is the third annual Back to School kickoff of 2013, August 25th, 2 p.m. through 7 p.m., 1010 Duke Street in Greensboro, North Carolina. Join us for a fun event to help children of all ages prepare to go back to school 
free school supplies will be given out to over 700 kids. That's right, free school supplies, folks. So we need your donations to make sure this happens. We're going to come out of our own pocket. Rashad, Contessa, myself, and a host of other people are going to come together and try to make this thing happen. Parent or guardian must be present with the the child or the children to receive the supplies. So, parents, make sure you get out there. I challenge all my fathers. You know, Eleven Father Society is definitely is the organization that we rep. So I challenge all the fathers to get out. Bring your children along. We're going to have free. It's going to be food, a DJ. We're going to raffle, face painting, games, and et cetera. It's going to be a good time, folks. We're also going to have information to different resources and a huge, huge, huge kickball game. When the last time you played kickball, right? So for more information, make sure you call my brother, Rashad Woods, 336-662-7802, or the lovely sister of mine, Contessa Woods, 336-681-7426, about the Back to School Summit, the Back to School kickoff of 2013. We definitely want you guys in the house and be able to help us out. And again, this song was brought, this weather report was brought to you by ASP, Cherie and back the Back to School kickoff of uh, 2013. So hoping to see you guys out there, and, I, you know, I got to let you guys know that KIRP Radio is going to be in the house, too. And, uh, you know, being the, the a-holes that, that we are over here at WM3G, uh, you know, we love everybody, but we don't kiss nobody's butt. And, um, you know, we're going to have a Dunkin' booth there, okay? We've committed to it. We're going to make it happen. There's going to be a Duncan booth there. Now, let me tell you all the truth. I don't know if I'm going to get in the Duncan booth. I, I don't know, right? I, I can't figure it out. I don't know who's going to get in the Duncan booth. But there's going to be a Duncan booth. And this will be the pristine opportunity for all you listeners out there who I've pissed off in the past. Because I know that I've pissed you off in the past. I mean, I, Lord knows. I know I've said some things to piss you off. Probably piss you off tonight. It is what it is. Especially when I get to talk about how much I don't like Obama. But anyway, I ain't going to go there. I'm going to leave that alone. All I can say is bring your frustration. But bring your love now. I, we don't, I, I don't want to fight. I don't want it. I, I can't fight no more. But uh, bring your love. Plus, I got a whole lot of cheering and they bite. But bring your love. Uh, uh, bring your dollar bills. Okay? We want you to buy raffle tickets. And it's all going to go to the good of the event. At 100%, by the way, 100%. And uh, I, maybe we should do it for a quarter. What do you think? A quarter, 50 cents? 50 cents, maybe? 50 cents? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But bring your frustration, bring your throwing arm, and bring your ass, as Martin can say, as Martin used to say. <laughs> but make sure you guys are, are, are there, 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina, man, August 25th at the Back to School Summit. And you guys can throw baseballs at me in the Duncan booth. And I don't know how long I'm going to be in there. So if you see me and I'm not in the Duncan booth anymore, that's just too bad. You missed it. I ain't getting back in. So I would say get there early, get in line, because there will be a long line. And when I'm in the Duncan booth, I don't know if you guys are used to playing cards or or used to having a poker night. You know, I'm a card player or used to be a card player. And uh, we would always say around the card table, you know, uh, bring your A game. So get there, bring your A game, and um, cause and another thing we used to say around the card table because I'm gonna be talking cash shoot, cash junk in that Dunkin' booth. So don't get mad at me, fellas. I'm gonna talk about your kids. 
and I'm gonna talk about the nappy head, and uh, and and I'm gonna talk about the sneakers. Listen, this is not Don Imus. I, I own this. Ain't no kicking me off the air. It is what it is. But I'm gonna talk about some nappy heads, and I'm gonna talk about some some corns on your wife's feet and your feet if you got on flip flops and sandals. So you know, get mad, spend your dollar, and throw all those baseballs at me. And I don't mind. You know, all jokes aside, I don't mind falling into the water and getting dumped for the benefit of these children being able to have school supplies to go back to school. I don't mind it one single bit. It is what it is, and this is definitely a 100% charitable event. And, uh, you know, we ain't keeping tabs on this stuff, man. So, you know, shout out to my brother, Rashad, and Contessa Woods. And, uh, you know, there's a flyer on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash KRP radio show. You know, there's a flyer on there. We should have a commercial here really soon on the YouTube page, youtube.com backslash KRP radio show. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. We're just trying to make some things happen for the community as we always have. And, uh, you know, bring about a smile on another person's face, man. It's nothing better than showing love to me. You know, there's nothing better than a positive report. You know, we hear enough negative things on the air. Every time we turn around, you know, the news has negative information. You know, there's negative things going on back and forth on social media, which which that that just kills me because for me, there's only a couple of reasons to be on social media. And, And, you know, listen, you're free to do. Thank God for the Constitution, because people are free to go as they come as they want. And, and come as they please and, and, and what may have you. But, you know, when you're on social media, and I'm always talking about social media because it, it just it goes hand in hand with what I do, with with majority of the things that I do. But why are you arguing and, and sharing frustration against other people on social media in public like that or, or on a computer like that? To me, if if it's a friend of yours or someone that you have a, a, a problem with via social media, you know, you should contact that person directly and talk about the frustrations that you have with each other. To me. That, that's just to me. Now, listen, I know it's going to happen. We're human beings. I get it. I know sometimes people get pissed off and the first thing they do is tap, tap, to that, tap, tap. I mean, probably about to punch holes in that computer pad. But uh, in the keyboard, but you know, and, and I get it. But you know, social media is is for advertisement. It's for uh, connecting with old friends and relatives and family and keeping up with them. You know, being nosy, and uh, you know, it, it's it's all it's to put information out there to inspire people. You know, it, it's for a host of 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 different reasons, and. I, People are so aggressive over the computer. I mean, people that you wouldn't imagine being aggressive in real life are far more aggressive on the computer than they are in person, and and which is also an amazing thing. So people really hide behind these computers, man. They hide behind the things that they do. They just flat out lie about it. And you know, marketing is is making people believe, you know, what your reality that perception is reality and that, and that's just marketing that in a nutshell so i understand marketing i get it i understand exaggerations and and, and all that good stuff lord knows i do being in marketing but and, and trying to market the show and selling t-shirts and doing this and the other i get it okay i i get that part of it but just to straight up go at somebody like on a youtube i'll see where people have posted videos and you know just sharing some things that they have in video form and people will just go in 
on, you know, these folks' talents. If it's someone singing, you know, people will just go in. It's so brutal. And, you know, it seems like majority of the time that when the people are going in, those are the people that can't even really talk. Like, they don't they don't have any business criticizing someone else because they don't have that kind of talent. But, you know, freedom of speech, you can do what you want to do. And, uh, you know, at the end, in the end of, in, at the end of the day, people are going to do what they're going to do, and there's really nothing you can say or do about that. But, you know, hey, man, this is what we're out here for, inspiring. This is what I'm out here for, always trying to inspire, always trying to network, always trying to put people together. You know, talk about some things that aren't commonly talked about and uh, put information out there, man. Information and, edu- and education is so huge. And, uh, you know, the Love and Father Society, you know, my brother Rashad, we we definitely do this. You know, we're starting to have uh, these monthly uh, meetings again. So, you know, I love being a black father ties directly to, to that. And uh, I love being a white father and, and all the other things that we got going on with that. You know, we're, we're starting to spark that up and find the right people to head those uh, categories up. Because, as I said before, sometimes you have to talk directly to the problem. Sometimes you have to talk directly to that audience and, you know, to that community. And I don't feel like I can talk directly to an audience of single white mothers or single white fathers and tell them exactly what they go through in their community and how they criticize and ridicule. I'm pretty sure some of the things will be the same, but some things will be different. And and a lot of the times when you need to be inspired or you need help with something uh, mentally, you know, you want that help to come from somebody who even who at least looks like they know what's going on. You know, you want that assistance to come from somebody that at least that that, that sounds like they get it. That sounds like you and and they can relate to some of the things that or, or you feel like they can relate to some of the things that you've been through. So, you know, we try to talk at the Love and Father Society, we try to talk directly at the problem. And uh, you know, we're out here in the community, man. We're going to start these monthly meetings. I want everybody to uh, log on to the loveandfathersociety.com. Uh, that website is almost complete. Just contacted another web director just the other night and, uh, you know, about somebody keeping that website up and, and maintaining and hosting that site as well. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on, man. There's a lot of different uh, avenues that we're trying to go down to help the community and help other people. And, uh, you know, that was one reason why... I wanted to speak with uh, the guest that we're going to have on here in just a few minutes, uh, Sadika Muhammad. Uh, you know, when I saw her her webcast, you know, I, I thought it was, first of all, I thought it was an amazing idea. You know, when I saw that webcast, I'm going, wow, this is an amazing idea. This right here should be a hit. I don't know why I'm just finding out about this. You know, I think she's, she's three or four episodes deep. We'll find out here in just a few minutes. But, uh, you know, I don't know why people aren't, uh, raving and ranting and, and and really talking about this show because it, it's to me it's it, it's great. I mean, I, this is something that I could see on primetime television. You know, I'm not going to call a network out. You guys know I don't do that, and uh, <laughs> they don't they get no love on this side. But uh, listen, I tell you what, I'm going to go to a commercial, just one commercial, and uh, when I come back from this commercial, I'm going to bring on our special guest for the night, and uh, I'm going to let her tell you about this show. And, you know, we're going to get down to business and and, and really start talking about uh, community and family and and motherhood and, you know, all the things that that show represents and and all the things that they show. 
in those uh, webisodes and those episodes. And, uh, you know, I want you guys to really go to the YouTube page or, or check them out on Facebook. Again, uh, the, the show is entitled Moms uh, and, and, you know, a, a brand new series. Excuse me. It's entitled Moms, a brand new series. You know, make sure you guys check them out on Facebook, man. You can check out all the webisodes on there. Like the page. Tell a friend. Show some love. You know, like I said before, if you like girlfriends, this one is a little bit different. I'm not going to say a little bit better. Maybe it is, though. I, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to be the one to get caught out there. But to me, I'm, I'm just saying, like right now, because I'm in it early, it might be better than girlfriends because I can relate to them a little bit more than I could with, you know, girlfriends. But, you know, hey, you, listen, not me. Don't put me out there. I'll be right back. You listen to the KRP radio show, the number one black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, baby. We do a B.I.G. over 13 million with an M listeners out there. 619-638-8559. If you got a comment, we'll try to get you guys on the air. We'll be right back with Sadika Muhammad, baby. You listen to the KRP radio show. I got the feeling you, Yeah. K-I-R-P Radio! Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists that Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. Listen, I'm not going to let you guys wait any longer, man. I know why everybody is on the show, and I know why you guys have tuned in. And welcome to the show, none other than the star, the writer, the great Sadika Muhammad. How you doing? Hi, how are you? The great Sadika Muhammad. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, like we, you know... Try to try to get people the proper intros around here, man. You know, welcome, welcome to the East Coast audience, though. How you doing tonight? Thank you. I am great. I'm doing absolutely awesome. How are you? Um, you know, life is good, man. I'm I'm excellent on this side, feeling real good. Just got finished watching another one of your webisodes right right before the show, and uh, you know, I was laughing about. Yeah, I was I was definitely laughing because. I don't I don't know the I don't know the, the names of the uh of the actors yet. 
But you were talking to a friend of yours, and you know she was talking about how good she felt or how how bad she felt, and uh, I think you told her she might have been pregnant. <laughs> she had right. a look on her face like, no, you know, it was funny. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, when you've already had three of them and you get that feeling like another one's on the way, it's like, oh, oh, what's going on? But it's all good being a mom. <laughs> yeah, so listen, um, let the people know who you are, if you could, and, and a little bit about yourself before we get into like a Q&A type of thing. Okay, sounds good. Well, my name is Sadaka Muhammad. I am, my background is in acting. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, Shy City, and so um, I moved to L.A. Um, in 2008, so I'm out here now, and acting, writing, um, now producing my own series, Moms, and so I created the series because I am a mom, I'm a single mom, and out here kind of trying to juggle um, single motherhood and, and being an actress and those things, so I decided um, to go ahead and, and kind of create a series that I felt was relatable to my life and the life of my friends and um, put something out there that I thought other folks would want to see um, in, a, in a positive light, even humorous, and kind of looking at the inside life of these four women and what they go through as moms and how they support one another and, um, you know, just the different archetypes of moms. There's a mom-to-be, there's a single mom, there's a stay-at-home mom. So just how we're all trying to juggle our our lifestyles and how we all come together as women to help support each other and how we can relate to each other as women in terms of how we have to do with our husbands and men and children and things of that nature. So I just wrote this series primarily because it was something, I'm like, what would I want to see myself in? What do I, you know, in talking with some of my friends who are actresses, um, what type of roles do we want to see ourselves in? And I started with this because this was just the most relatable and um, personal for me since I am a, I'm a mother and I'm out here trying to do this in in Hollywood. So, um, so that's what wow. I create. Yeah. Well, I listen, I, I love the show thus far and, and I think that's inspiring. I I think there's a lot of people out here that would uh like to do what, what you've done. I mean, how let me just go back to the beginning because mm-hmm. me knowing what it takes and, and knowing a lot of people in the entertainment industry and, and that's a big jump from Chicago to LA. What what was that like? Um, that was Oh, wow, that was a big, big leap of faith, I would say. I I don't know that when I got out of school that I was thinking, okay, move to L.A. I, I, I mm-hmm. you know, knew I wanted to act, and um, luckily I had booked the independent film um, that did really, really well. And so and Chicago was just such a good base um, for me as an actress because we had a lot of theater, um, luckily, I was able to get a couple agents, so, um, you know, being there just really helped me get my footing as an actress, and I don't I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know if it was kind of out of fear or just thinking, being comfortable in Chicago, I never kind of thought, like, we'll move to L.A. until, um, uh, and then, unfortunately, my mom had passed, and my mom was an actress, singer. I just kind of grew up around, you know, that type of environment and kind of felt like partially like I, just, I needed to get away and then will let me see, 
you know, what L.A. is like. So I tried to move out here. I think it was in 2005. Um, I decided to move out here. I actually, there was this big uh, TNT that this, um, they were looking for the newest actor's face or, or something of that sort. It was like a co- acting competition for the newest actor, and a friend referred me to it. And I was like, girl, you know, those competitions, whatever. But I ended up going and I ended up being one of the three finalists um, in this TNT competition. So I was out here, um, actually did the semi-final round for that. I didn't get it um, and kind of ended up having to, uh, because I had my son back in Chicago, just kind of having to deal with some personal things with that. I had to end up moving back to Chicago and never thought that I would move out to L.A. And I was just like, oh, that was too big of a move. I'm, I'm done. I tried it. Yeah, and so then a couple of years later, um, and I was working with kids and performing arts, um, like I've always loved working with children, so I was the creative director for a summer program um, with children and teaching them acting and dancing and things of that nature. And then something just one day came over me like, uh, you know, move. I just had this feeling to 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 move, and then a lot of my friends who I hadn't seen was like, oh, we thought you were in L.A., and L.A. this, and it was L.A. that, and, and I was like, I don't, well, I don't have any money. I didn't save up for, <laughs> I didn't save up for this. Like, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? And um, something, I was a substitute teacher, and when I came out to L.A. before, um, I had took a test, their test to be a sub in L.A., so something was a friend referred me. She's like, well, my my um cousin works for LAUSD. Just call her, see what your status is. So I called and she said, well, you're all good because you took the test last time. If you could be here by September when they do the training, you're good. And so just kind of based on that and a whole lot of faith, because I wanted to make sure I would have a job to work. Um, I said, oh, yeah. okay, let me let me go ahead and move. And I didn't. My sister was getting married around that time, and I did not tell my family. I really didn't tell anybody until probably like three weeks before I was planning to move, because um, I just wanted to do it and didn't want a whole lot of feedback on it. So, um, so so yeah. So it was just a big big leap of faith, and I've been here ever since. I moved out here in 2008, and I'm still. Still here. So that's good. Still here and still doing well too. Still doing big things, man. You know, look yeah. looking at your show and looking at the things you got going on. I mean, it's amazing to to put together a show like this, and I, and I know it's not an easy thing. So you know, what was the process like in, in in finding actors, or you know, did were these all friends, or you know, how did that how did that process take place? Um. Well, like I said, when I when I decided to do it, I did go um, to to one of the girls in the cast. I said, I have this idea. Um, her name is Kena Ferguson, and she plays um, Leslie Beckett. I went to her. She's a fellow actress. And I said, well, I have this idea, and I think that I want to do this. So I kind of showed her the, the trailer idea that I had. Um, and she was like, okay, this, you know, it's cool. Let's, you know, see if we can do it. So I was like, let me just start off with the trailer that I would have something to show people and that if people may be interested, they can kind of help me with the with the web series. So um, right. so I was like, well, let's do the trailer. And then my other friend, who, who's a, a really close friend of mine, her name is Jillian Reeves, and she plays the, state, uh, the working mom, rather, 
and she was mm-hmm. she's an actress, wonderful actress. Um, and so I just I knew she could act. I didn't audition her, um, so I was like, well, you can I want to cast you in this, and they came on board. And then um, we originally had another actress in our trailer. Her name is Jessica Tomei. She's an amazing actress. Um, Mm-hmm. And they referred me to her. Unfortunately, she had she she moved to New York, and um, so then I was like, oh, well, we need we need another lady. And they referred um, our current cast me- member who plays the the pregnant mom, Marta McGonagall. And I actually mm-hmm. knew her from me and her shot some commercials together. So I was like, oh, I know her, great, wonderful. So my lead cast, I didn't audition, um, and then I did hold auditions for. For like the kids and the husbands and the husband, you know, the the husbands who have been cast, I, I knew them, but I I still had auditions for them. And luckily, I just ended up with this amazing, amazing cast that I love, and that we all work well together, and they're just very, very talented. And um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was. It, that process was pretty easy, the casting. Well, I won't say it was easy because I did have a lot of talents, and that's what I've learned is that, well, as an actor, you kind of take it personally when you don't get cast in something. But yeah. being on the oh, other yeah. side where I had to cast, I was like, it's nothing personal because I did have these amazing actresses and amazing actors coming, and it was like, you know, some of it is sometimes based on the look or who, who kind of what family matches with, you know, who is not – it's not solely based on your talent and you did a bad job. It's, it's none of that. So being on that other side really gave me a perspective of what, you know, a casting person goes through because sometimes, like I said, as an actress, you start to take it personally. Like, oh, my God, did I suck? And it, it has, sometimes it has nothing It has nothing at all to do with your talent. So, well, um, I, I, actually, I actually read that, too, on uh... – when I when I read your page and you, you had a note and you were saying that uh, <laughs> people always think you know because you're an actor you, you're being dramatic you know when you're still a real person I, man I thought that was perfect. Uh, oh well, that's because I got you know when dealing with guys sometimes you know oh Sadika you're dramatic yeah. no but it's, and I'm like you think you're saying that because you know I'm an actress or even sometimes my son if I say something to him he's like oh mom you're dramatic and. And while I will say I am, you know, there's just, I don't say I'm dramatic. I have a big personality. Um, that's part of my personality. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, ugh, you know, yeah, you do just because I'm a person with feelings. And so I don't want that to be taken because I'm an actor sometimes to be taken, oh, you're just being dramatic. No, it's, you know, I'm a real person. I have feelings and I have things I want to say. So that was just kind of a funny wow. thing because every time a guy would say, girl, you're being dramatic. I'm like, Dude, no, I'm having feelings. <laughs> I'm having real feelings here, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine on the air with Sadika Muhammad. Uh, I I don't I don't know if I should call you the the writer, the creator, the star. I mean, you're all of the above with your moms. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, looking at the show, it, it looks well scripted, but. Are, are there much ad-libbing going on with the show? Because, you know, I'm looking at some of the topics that you guys are talking about, and it's all real life. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, it would be easy to script it, but it seems like it would be easy to ad-lib to this stuff, too, because I, I find myself, like, I'd be replying to some of the stuff that's said. Um, 
Um, well, you know what? I think that's how I kind of write. I write in my head, like I have conversations in my head. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I have these conversations in my head, and so I just put them out on paper, like how I, I think how actually they would come out if me and my girlfriends were talking or me and my dude were talking or the husband was talking to the, you know, to the wife. So I try to keep it as fluid and as real as possible um, in terms of, you know, with it being scripted, um, but, you know, keeping that, that feel of, of realness to the conversations that, you know, that, that are going on and that are happening. Um, yeah. And for the most part, um, you know, we stuck mostly to the script, but there were times, like in our last episode, I, you know, I have a comedian, one, one of the uh, the gentleman who plays the father, Ron G, he's a comedian, and so I allow him, he's hilarious, so allowing them a right. little bit of, you know, ad lib, I, I don't, I don't trip on that too much. This is, you know, we're not going totally off, off, off the script in a whole other direction. But I love yeah. it. Like if they ad lib or have a funny, I think actually in my last episode because I got a compliment on this line. But one of the guys, and I have to give him credit. His name is Aaron J. He's a, he's a great actor. Um, he auditioned for me. And during the audition, he, he he said this line about, oh, get off my mommy or, some, or something. And I said, I'm sorry. I told him, I was like, I'm going to have to take that line and use it in the episode. He was like, cool, fine. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, great great stuff has come from, you know, when they ad-lib, when we're just having moments so or we're talking about, you know, what's going on in the scene. Um, or, you know, or the director might say, well, let's add this this part or or thing. So I'm totally not like, don't we have to fix my script or what I said? Like I'm I'm open as long as it's within, you know, of course going along with the story that, you know, I want to be told. Wow. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine talking to Sadika Muhammad, uh, of the show Moms, a brand new uh series. Is that is that how you describe it? Moms a brand new series? Brand new Yes, Moms a brand new series. Okay, cool. I just I, I like to get it right, man, because I, I definitely want a lot of people to check this out. I I compare it to girlfriends because I, I mean that's just me. I'm always comparing this to that, just to, you know mm-hmm. to describe it to other people. But to me, it's a little bit different. It, actually, it's a lot different because you guys are more like everyday life. I mean, the stuff that goes on, and what I really mm-hmm. enjoy about the show is how you go, you you'll like look off into the camera. And and like I'm a Seinfeld dude, man. I like Seinfeld, and that and that's like you know that kind of Seinfeld humor. But you know I, I don't know, man. I I really love the show, and I like how you kind of look into the camera and you say the things that we're thinking in our heads. I mean, right away okay. to the camera, like, did he really think that? You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it, it's nice, man, to actually see a show that captures that in in today's market with all the reality TV and all the negative TV. And all of that. I mean, you know, how do you feel about what your show represents versus all the other various shows that are out there t- today? Well, I would say this: being being an actress, um, for me, and you know, coming coming out of school and primarily in the theater background, I would say some of the reality. Now, I like some reality shows. Some of them, yeah. you know, are cool. I, I, I like I like them. Some of them, I don't. I, I just think I'm like all of a sudden there's this, this wide influx of mm-hmm. re, you know reality TV, which some of, like I said, some of it I do watch. Some of it is cool, and I I I 
try, you know, I was interviewed for something the other day, and I really try not to um, necessarily complain about things that we see because I, I think for us, you know, we we have things out there that, you know, of course, you know, it is the stuff that, you know, it's betraying maybe, you know, African-American women in a, in a negative light and things like that. So my alternative, instead of complaining about that, was to do, to write what I wanted to see. I said, me and my friends don't necessarily nice. interact like that, so let me write something that I felt was reflective of me and, and my girlfriends and a lot of my close girlfriends, we are mothers now, and I'm the single mom, and I have my friend who, you know, the working mom and out there teaching, and, you know, we have all these different things that we're doing, and and at the end of the day, like, we have to be supportive of one another. I need to talk to you about, you know, what my husband did or what my kids are doing or those type of things, and it's not that we don't have our moments as women. We, you know, we do. We're going to get into disagreements and things like that, but it was just important to me. Um, of course, I love the Cosby show growing up. I love shows like Modern mm. Family. I like family-oriented shows, and I think I was like – when I kind of thought about it, I was like, is there anything, you know, that was a big event in my house, and I'm sure plenty of people's houses was to sit around. I know me and my family, my mom made a special dinner on Thursday, and we sat and we watched, you know, the Cosby Show. We watched Family Ties and things. And I was like, well, <laughs> really not a show that me and my son sit down, you know, that that um, I just felt maybe that that was something that was kind of missing for us. And so... Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this. I knew I wanted to do something centered around family. I know as a single mom, I wanted to show that, yes, me and the dad are not together, but I didn't want to, like, he ain't bring my check in. This, I didn't want that. I wanted to still show <laughs> us, even even though me and him have our moments and we could poke some humor and fun at it, that we're not together, sure. but he still, he comes and is there for his son and he's spending time, and so we're working it out as parents. Um, and Wow. And like I said, just taking an inside look at that, I, I wanted to show these families with the stay-at-home mom that her husband is there, and so they have all these hectic things that are going on in their household, and that we can laugh at. You see that picture of that family, you know, you're seeing the picture yeah. of these families, and I think that was important for me to reflect. And even though it's a comedy series, but that we have that that picture, and that these women are coming together, and they're having their real conversations as women, but, girl, they, they really want me to find a man. They want me to find love, and they're giving me, you know, the, <laughs> the humorous advice on how to do that, but, you know, we're, we're there for you, girl, and so I, I just want, like I said, I just really want to have a series that I felt, you know, reflected the lives of me and my friends and some, you know, the things that we go through as women. Man, that is that is that amazing. Through as, yeah, that we go through as moms. Like I have a son, and me and him have these funny interactions every day. So that's how even some of the show came about because I would tweet or Facebook some of these funny moments between me and my son, and people would message me like, "Oh my god, that's so hilarious! That could be a show, and this and this and that." So I was like, "Okay, well let's let's see." <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's amazing, man. I I. I I can't wait. Like I'm, your show is on my radar now. Like I'm definitely gonna be watching. Gonna be watching really close. Hope to have the whole cast up here and, and you know continue to talking to you guys and you know maybe help with your growth, man. Because you know how how is it how difficult is it 
uh, gaining exposure or, or, you know, dealing with, uh, I don't know if you pitched the idea to major networks or what may have you, but, you know, what's that process like for you? Um, I would say it has been a process. I know for me personally, I've just, I've been a step-by-step, take it step-by-step type of person because I think about overwhelm myself, like, well, I got to get it on TV. And not that I don't have that goal, definitely, definitely have, you know, have my goals for this series. But I think I had to say to myself, let's take it step-by-step. I can't jump onto a network before I write my series. So let me concentrate on getting my, you know, getting my episodes. And so for me, that's what's worked is, is, you know, you have your end goal of what you would like to see, but there's things you have to do and steps you have to take and even things, bumps and, and things that you have to go through along the way to get to that end goal. Um, and so and so that you don't get frustrated because, oh, well, I, I put out the series. Why, why isn't the network picking this up right away? Well, that's not how, yeah. you know, that, that would be beautiful if that's how it happens, but you know, let let me take this step by step. Well, my first step was like sit down, write write these episodes. Next step, shoot them. Yeah. Next step, put put them up on YouTube. Next step, the YouTube is a it is a different um it is it, a new type of you know beast. You have to get your views, you have to get your subscribers and things like that. So that's the next step for me. We have the episodes. We have a good number of episodes out now. We do still have a few more to shoot, but now that's that's the thing is gaining that more exposure on um, YouTube so that if I do have people approach or do, I say, well, I have this audience and things. So that's the thing that really helps is that, um, you know, maybe people see that we already have, we have a built-in audience. We have a built-in following already that that this is something they want to see because people, you know, outside people want to see that. You know, if they're going to invest in something, if they're going to put their name on something, they want to see kind of see, well, you know, who's who's following this already. And so um, so in that aspect, that's the, that's the next step for me is just, gain, you know, uh, you know, widening our viewership um, in terms of, you know, the business aspect, in terms of the marketing and PR and things like that to get more exposure for the series because I really, I, and I'm not just saying this because it's my series and partially because it is my series, but I really, really <laughs> believe in this project and I think we have something so great and so good and that this is something like we screened it yesterday um, and got a lot of positive feedback. So I really think we have something special and good and that, it's something people want to see and would like, it, and 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 it, it, the word just needs to get out there and spread, and and uh, so that's the next the, that's the next step for me. I I think that's amazing. Uh, first of all, that was an amazing answer for for people out there who didn't uh, hear what she was saying. She she was saying, "Pudgy, stupid, I got things to do first. So I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you straight me out on that. But uh, no, no, I mean really though, it, it's. It's amazing that, you know, how you describe that and how you uh, let people know, you know, that, hey, there's a process first because, you know, we need supporters. You know, when you set out to do a project like this and you set out to, uh, you know, you got a series to write and you need a game, you definitely need support. So, you know, I think one way that that people can show the love that they have for the show is, you know, to blog it. You know, let a friend know, you know, post a link somewhere on your social media page, like it. Uh, go to the YouTube. By the way, what what's your YouTube uh, tag so folks can uh, subscribe to it on YouTube? Um, the YouTube is S 
as in Sam, NDTB Network, um, uh, YouTube. Um, it's, I mean, YouTube, you have, probably have to put YouTube slash SNDTV Network, and that's our channel that the series is is on, on YouTube. Definitely. That's cool. And, I, you know, make sure you guys check that out, man, YouTube.com slash SNDTV, and uh, where you can find Network. the episodes on there as well. And uh, do we got the link? I, I guess they got the link to that on the KRP Radio on uh, Facebook. It's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. There's a link to SNDTV where you can watch all the episodes on there. And, and you know, that is huge, man. And, and something you said earlier, you know, really caught my ear is when you said, you know, there's not a show that you got you and your son could sit down and watch, you know, during the week at one particular time or, or you don't have one yet. And as I sit back and think, I'm like, man, you know what, I don't think, we don't have one either. You know, life is so fast, we're always on the go. And yeah. I don't think, you know, we have a show that we actually sit down and watch, you know, eat food and watch and, and enjoy as a family anymore. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, that was so important. Like the Cosby Show, A Different World, those were the shows that we did that with. You know, those were the shows that everybody got together. You know, even if an aunt or uncle was over your house, you know, they stayed through that episode we sat down and right, watched it, and, exactly, and then right? everybody kind of went on their way, you know. Yeah, so I, I, if if that's what you're going for, and and if that's you know maybe not a goal, but you know something that's in the back of your head, I think you've captured that, and and I, and I think you got something special going on here if you can keep on going with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, even the other day, because my son, he 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 was in my last episode. My son was on the last episode, and so him and his little buddies were over here um, spending the night the other night. And so when I woke up the next morning, they were like, oh, yeah, we all sat around and watched um, your show on YouTube, last, you know, last night. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay, cool. You know, these young boys, 11 and 12, you know, and they were like, we watched all the episodes. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. So that's, you know, um, you know, I know the kids definitely have their shows that they want to watch and people, you know, that they tune into. And I just hope that this this will be one of them, that – um that, you know, because it is family-oriented, I think it's funny. I'm, you know, definitely working on more writing and, and things of that nature. And so just making it even, you know, better with each episode is my goal. So um, that is just something that people, like I said, people want to see. I, you know, I do get messages from moms or, you know, from other women. Even And I, the funny thing is I, I, I don't know that I was expecting a real response from men, but men message me, like, oh, this is so relatable, this is so cool, I really like this show. And so I was like, okay, wow, yeah. great. Well, I, I really kind of wasn't expecting, <laughs> you know, my audience, of course, was for moms or, you know, women, and I've been getting a lot of feedback from from the men, you know, so that's been yeah. awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, I really think we have something, it's just a question of, um, you know, definitely um, pushing it more and getting it out there, and, um you know, getting the word out about the series. That's amazing, man. Look, we're gonna we got I got a couple more questions for you. We'll talk a little bit about motherhood and and things of that okay. nature, and you know how do you feel about motherhood in 2013. We're gonna go to commercial first, folks. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine on the air with Sadiq Muhammad talking about moms, a brand new series. You can check them out on YouTube dot com backslash SNDTV Network. All the stuff is on there, man. Everything that you guys need to know, they're bold, they're fresh, 
They are brand new. There's an episode up right now. But I think you guys should check out Mom's Episode 3. It's Ladies Night. Man, if that ain't a funny show, Lord have mercy, y'all going to be dying. We'll be right back, man. You're rocking with the number one black and service show, Southeastern United States, and we do it B-I-G on this show. I'll be right back after a couple commercials. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. (laughs) Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock for the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah. 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become a starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa.
KIRP Radio! Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the KRRP Radio Show, number one black conservative show, Southeast of the United States. Baby, we do a B.I.G., man, so shout out to everybody out there listening to the show. Welcome back to the show, none other than Sadika Muhammad. Uh, she is the writer and the director and the star, one of the stars, of a show called Moms, a brand new series. And uh, this show is on the SND TV network on YouTube. Make sure you check that out, youtube.com backslash SNDTV Network. They've got all the shows on there, all the broadcast on there. As you can see, they've got quite a few views, and people are really liking, and this show is really growing, and I'm appreciative of the show because it's a realistic look at, at what's really going on in America and what people are really going on in their households and the things that they say, you know, in a positive look, man, and, and it's a good humorous look at these things. So, you know, I'm definitely a fan of this show. Hey Sadika, let me uh let me get down to the what's your name? What's the background of your name anyway? I definitely got to ask you that. I think I saw it on what you posted on Facebook. Oh, uh, well it's Arabic and it means truthful and righteous. Nice. I'm writing yeah. it out right now because my real my my real name is Al Tariq and it means spiritual oh, okay. warrior and I didn't oh, I, love I didn't it. know that until I was like, man, I don't even remember. Not long ago, I just. Not long ago, found out about that. So you know. Anyway, uh, I just thought I would ask you about that. Curious, and um, okay. it's definitely a different name. Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely yeah. A different name, and I'm, I'm sure folks ask you about it all the time. Yes, all the time. As a matter of fact, I just came from somewhere where they were all trying to figure out how to pronounce it and <laughs> and things like that. So, but I'm so used to it. But it's it's all good. It keeps people, you know, it's a conversation piece. How do you say your name again? Or what's the meaning of your name? So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's cool. I love it. Um, listen, let, let me just get down to this in, in the second half of this, this interview. Uh, you know, being a mother of a, you said your son is 11, 12? He's 11. He'll be 12 in September, yes. So, yeah, being a mom of a preteen right now, you know, what mm. what's that like in 2013? Because it, it's definitely different from what our era was like. Oh, it's, yeah. Okay, it's it's totally, like the things my son asks me for that he feels he's supposed to have are just amazing to me. Like, um, so I need the iPhone and the iPad and I need um, uh-huh. just all these latest contraptions. He just, you know, he, he, he did well in school, so his dad got him an Xbox and things like that. But now that's kind of not good enough. There's, I don't know if there's a new PlayStation system out. So he came <laughs> out. It's just ridiculous. So I'm, he just got, and then he's the only child too. So he has only child syndrome a little, a little too bad, I think. Um, but just all these contractions <laughs> that they think they're supposed to 
tab. They're attached to DS and the PSPs and the have to have a cell phone. And when I'm thinking, I'm like, we didn't have any of that. We didn't have any of that stuff. Any of those things. We had to go outside and play. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> for real. So yeah, you know what? You know what's crazy though about all of that? It's like I find myself justifying it though. And and I know better, right? I'll be like, but man, he do need his phone though, man. And maybe I should get this phone. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like we justify this. I know I do sometimes. And uh, when I sit down and come back to my senses, I'm like, man, hold up, he don't need this phone, man. He can do without this phone. Or he can do without this game or whatever. So it's yeah, it's just funny how we change with the time. Yeah, yeah I, I actually have four boys. Yeah, I have four boys oh, wow. and one girl. Oh, yeah, big family wow. on this one. Oh wow! You deep yeah. in it. You deep in it. You been, they have a phone that they share, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, nobody has a phone. Well, yeah, one has a phone. My daughter has a phone. My son lost his phone privileges. Maybe he'll get it back. And the other ones are too little to even think about a phone, so they got play phones all around here. Right, but my see, my niece and nephew, they're on. They're they're on, and they're two. What she's three. She, I know she takes my sister's iPhone, and, and it's funny because I think she was telling me that my niece, she automatically goes to the screen and she touches it. And so she doesn't even <laughs> know that, like, things, it, it, you press a button to things, that they're all, you know, their whole gener- little generation is that you touch the screen and things are supposed to happen, that you don't actually oh, press yeah. a button for something to happen, you know? So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's wow. really... Um, I need to watch, like, you know, she takes the, the they have the Nook tablets and, and and things like that. So I'm just like, wow, this is just really a lot. Or like I said, I, I, I was teaching, and in my classroom, like, when I was in school, you had the one dude that may have had the pager or, or whatever. He wasn't yeah. supposed to have it. But now the whole, you know, the whole classroom has phones and their iPods and, and all these contraptions. And I'm like, Wow. And I need to know if y'all can mm-hmm. put a sentence together. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally. That's the truth, though. That, I mean, no, it's man, honest you're, you're speaking the truth. It's honest the truth. I'm like, yes, yeah, you is. guys have all these these gadgets, and, you know, we're kind of having a problem writing this paper here. So I would take those things a little personally to heart because I'm, I, I, I think it's I think it's a good thing. Like, my son honestly has had to help me on the computer sometimes. Sometimes it, that, this is just what they know, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I guess I'm kind of like, you know, you know, we had to look at an encyclopedia, and we had to actually research things and and do things, and um, and so I think it's sometimes I would tell my students, like, y'all a little too lackadaisical when I ask you guys to do something because they're just so used to oh, yeah. being in that instant, like. We need to go on Google and, you know, they're just used to that instant gratification with things, whereas kind of when we were coming up, we had to, you know, we had to research, you had to look, or you didn't have all that. Or if you wanted to play, you know, you you and your boys had to make, you know, make up a game, or we had to go on, you know, go in our rooms and and playhouse and and do those type of things. But I don't know that the kids are that and that type of activity now. They want to get on the computer. That's the first thing my, I know my son asked me is about the computer and contraptions. And I'm like, come on, let's let's go get some books. You have to read also, <laughs> you know. I don't so, I don't believe these kids know what an encyclopedia is for the most part today. They don't. No, they wouldn't probably, know what a, a library index is. 
remember Britannica, the red Britannica? Like that was, that, I think that was one of my yeah. birthday gifts one year, and I was excited that I got the whole Britannica <laughs> <laughs> collection. That was a big thing. I'm like, oh, I'm really about to write my reports now. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on it, right? No, that's yeah. Crazy. Try to give it to a kid now, right? Right. Like, what is this? So, yeah, you can forget yeah. about that. You're definitely not going to win. You'll be on the bad list if you give somebody that for Christmas today. Right, right. I don't like. Do they even make encyclopedias? Or encyclopedias? Do they even have those? I guess in the library probably, but who knows? Oh yeah, you can catch a, you can catch a few around here, man. We ain't playing them games around here. My wife definitely gets those books, and they we shut TVs off and. And all of that good stuff. So I, I understand what you're saying. We're not having that problem mm. here. They're going to know how to read and complete sentences and know how to interact. You know, I, I think that's another thing that's going on today. And, and I definitely was going to ask you about that because, you know, acting, you have to do a lot of interacting and a lot of role playing and a lot of reading. And uh, it seems like the teens today aren't doing as much reading as they once did. So, you know, how is that affecting uh, it acting, or, or do you see it affecting it at all? I I, um, I can't honestly say that I, in in my profession I, I I've I've seen it mostly like my the the children of my cast um, they were very good about their lines, but I know the, the the children of my cast their parents are on it. So they they are the most amazing parents. So they're very supportive of their children. Um, I think most of the kids in my in my cast are homeschooled even. So I know their parents are very much on them, and they would ask me questions like about lines in the script. Like they were just they're very professional. So um, from that respect, I can't say that I've seen it within my circle because yes, that's the thing that you have to do is actually you have to you, you have to read your lines and, and know and be on it so um, and be able to deliver it in a way that's believable and, and, and things like that. I can say from the other side of being a teacher and being in the school sometimes, it was disheartening because I would have students who, you know, I would have to kind of get on them because I'm like, you, you, you have this phone and you're able to, you know, tell me this lyrics to the song, but then when I ask you to do something, that's a little bit more challenging. Now, do I totally blame them? No. It's a lot that goes on within the school system now. It's just a lot that's going yeah. on overall. I think within our it, – it's just a lot going on because I've been teach, I've been in the school system for about 14 years teaching. I'm a substitute teacher, but I've just seen a lot of things. And so I don't put mm-hmm. it totally on the kids. I don't put it – you know, it's a, it's a lot of different factors that I would say as, you know, coming in as a sub, I would just have to, you know, you have 40, 50 kids in the classroom now, and that's just, that's not productive for any type of learning environment to me, in my opinion. Oh. Um, but that's kind of what it is now. So um, so I know personally what I had to do is some kids just learn differently. Some kids, it is a challenge for them to maybe weed and or, uh, you know, learn in the way that's kind of traditional. Because sometimes what I would have to do is I would have to kind of just pick up on the kid. I would have to just tune into that kid and their cues and really pick on uh, on how they learn. So the way I'm teaching mm-hmm. Sam over here is going to be a little bit different. Now, is that challenging as a teacher? Yes, a little bit. But um, 
I would have to do a lot of creative things to kind of get them interested because some kids are more visual. Some kids are more audio. Some kids are, you know, they learn by repetition. So it's just, it's a couple of different factors where I don't want to just put it totally on the kids. Like they just don't want to learn necessarily. I just think like what mm-hmm. we spoke about earlier that with us, it's a lot of instant gratification now. They can get things so quick where they might not have to, you know, take as much time to think. Um, mm-hmm. That when you do present them with something, they're like, oh, what? Like I said, write a page to one of my students, a whole page. And I remember we had to write like 10 pages of papers and stuff. So I'm like, she write a page? What's wrong with you guys writing a page? I don't get it. But, um, but I know for me, I, I, I always tell my students, like, I, I cannot not challenge you. Like, that's being unfair to you, and that's just not me doing my job. So I have to challenge you. You might not like this. But you're gonna have to step it up, and so um, like I have to tell my son, like we, yeah, you're gonna have to get like I kind of, I mean, I like the nook and things like that, but I kind of miss like you know some with the bookstores with like the heart that you have the actual books. Like I like actual books, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you know us going to the library and doing those things, and even for his friends and stuff that come over, like. You know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go outside. I'm, I'll take you guys swimming. You know, try to get them out to be, you know, they can come over. You can play video games and all that's cool. But also just, you know, having them go out and be active. And um, and also what I would tell my students, because a lot of children say are very verbal. They will give you their opinions. Sometimes we need to fine-tune it, make sure you are giving it in a respectful way. But they do have a lot of opinions and things that they want to say. And so just channeling that into a positive direction and um, and that we do want to know your opinions on things. We do want to hear what your statement is and that when we come to you with a question, you know, you have to respond in a, like I would tell them, in an intelligent way. You can't just That's tell right. me what or say what or what's up or, you know, I, I, I get it, but, you know, well, this is why I think this, Ms. Sada, because how I would have them respond to me. You know, and so it's just kind of changing that conversation and dialogue. But I do think, you know, me being an artist, I, you know, some people don't want to take responsibility. I, I, I don't know what the situation is. I personally do take a little bit of responsibility, a lot of bit of responsibility as an artist for things that we we put out there and that we that we show because I do know, it's like food, you know what I'm saying? And I like, you know, yeah. there's junk food that I like. There's some cakes we can But if I eat that all the time, then that's not healthy. You know what I mean? So we have to make sure that, you know, we're getting, you know, a a well-rounded meal. And as an artist, I think, you know, we have to just make sure that we can have our fun shows. We can have have these different types of shows, but sometimes I feel um, it's unequally, a little unequally balanced. Like I feel like kind of now – like I said, it's, it's an answer. I, I don't, I don't know exactly what we're putting out there. Some things I'm like, wow, that's that's what. Okay, you know, all right. And 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 I'm I won't say that that's okay, but if we had other things to balance some of those other things that you know people talk about that are not so positive, or, or why do we see that, mm-hmm. or why do we see this? We just don't have anything else to kind of you know balance that other that other balance side. And it's not, and it's not I, I, that, and it's not that people aren't out here. Like I said, one of the things, um, you know, with my actors and things, is, is that being out here, I'm like, oh God, I come across so many talented people that, 
you 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 might not see, you know, and um, and people who are writing amazing things and are you know independent and they're trying to put their work out there. So that's why it's important that when you when people see these things, not just you know people complain like why are they, why are these women fighting and why is that all we see? Well, if you're not supporting the things that are that are not doing that, then people are, you know it's it's a money thing too. People are tuning into that. That's what they're watching. That's right. So you have to show your support in other areas. If you're tuning in to those things that you're talking about, but you're tuning into it and watching it on a weekly basis, then, you know, okay. But if you see somebody out there trying to put out, and I'm not saying you just support anything just to support it. I mean, you support what you're passionate about. But, you know, that is important is that you get behind people who are doing these projects, um, you know, and doing things that, you know, are trying to reflect us in a different light or trying to, you know, showcase us in a, in a, in a different way. Well, I, I think and and by showcasing and by supporting, you know, folks, you can you can start with logging on to YouTube.com slash SNDTV Network. And support Mom, a brand new look, a brand, excuse me, a brand new series, which is bold, fresh, and it's new, and it's positive, and they have fun, and they poke fun at a lot of different topics and a lot of different things. And I think that's one way you can support. And for you other folks who like a little bit of controversy and politics and junk talking, you can also log on to KRPRadioShow.com and support your boy, Pudgy. On Twitter, it's at MCPudgy, at KRP Radio Show. And uh, to support moms uh, on Twitter, also it's at symbol uh, moms the series. Moms the series, right? Yeah, moms the series on Twitter. See, I even got that right. Listen, Mm Sadika, it's been lovely. It's been wonderful, and I've definitely enjoyed this conversation. I never call it an interview. I just call it a conversation because that's what we just had. We just talked about real life. We talked about the show. And, uh, you know, that's what I think we should have more. I always challenge people on this show. If I don't forget to say it, people know where I'm coming from. But, you know, I always challenge people to interact despite your background, despite your religion, your ethnicity, your race, whatever you want to call it, despite your financial uh, 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 status or, or, or whatever. You know, I always challenge people to interact and to talk because there's not a lot of interaction going on anymore. There's a lot of social yeah. media, a lot of telephone, a lot of cell phone you know, a lot of glass windows, and it seems like everybody right. are, are in their boxes. You know, we're in the cell phone, we're in our box. Uh, you're at home, you're in your box. You're in your computer, you're in your box. You know, everybody's in their own space, and uh, I just think we should interact a little bit more and understand where everybody's coming from, and life will be a lot better. So yeah. thanks for coming on the show, and uh, listen, you're welcome back anytime. Please, please keep us updated. Anytime you post something, hashtag us whatever you can do just to let us know what's going on, and we're definitely going to keep following you. All right. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you for having me on. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed talking with you this evening. Hey, absolutely. And if you got if you want to, you know, we do shout-outs on the show, so just before you go, if you can give a shout-out to somebody, then we'll let you ride. 
Well, I, I definitely want to shout out my cast of Mom's Brand New Series. There's so many people in my cast, so I won't name them individually, but I love you guys. So I want to shout out my cast and my producer, Christina DeLeon, and also my son, my love bug, whom I love so much, and my family and friends who are supporting the series and everybody who has just given me positive feedback and kept encouraging me. I totally, totally appreciate it. And like I said, I have to shout you out as well because you just you were just supportive from when I <laughs> messaged you just to like us on Facebook and just shown, you know, um, just been helpful and supportive. So I definitely appreciate it and not wish you all the best um, and continued success to you as well. Man, uh, that's a shout-out right there. She even gave me yeah. a shout-out. Thanks for coming through, man. We'll speak to you again real soon. All right. Take care. Have a great night. All right. You too. Folks, right, it is what it is, man. As I always say, you know, I challenge you guys to interact. I challenge you guys to show love to somebody else. But, uh, you know, show love to this show, man. This show is awesome. It's it's everything that I just told you guys. It's everything that she told you guys. And, you know, I hope that you will tune into it. For everybody who missed the first half of the show, make sure you log in to KIRPRadioshow.com. Check us out. You know, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're all over. Also, be looking for the drop-off locations to the third annual back-to-school kickoff of 2013 which is taking place on August 25th, 2013 at 2 p.m. through 7 p.m., 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina. We're definitely doing a B.I.G. Hit us up if you got a comment, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, man. We are out here. We're doing our thing. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll catch you guys next week. One love. We are out of here. Later. K-I-R-P Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time, I go for-